everyone. Welcome to a special episode of Love on Yourself Podcast. Hi, my name is Desiree Nicole and welcome. Special guest I have today, her name is Her Moon Holistic Care, aka Kalia. And we're about to get into palm reading and she talks about her business, her spiritual path. And we get into a deep conversation on our own personal path. It really gets deep in there and I really enjoyed our conversation. So let's get into it. to read palms for a long time really? <laughs> since like 2020 I've been looking I'm like who and then I seen you popped on my talk page and I was just like okay I gotta reach out it's um, lit I'm happy that happened for you just like that just the way you want it yes um and what is your name I know your business is under her moon holistic care mm-hmm. um, so- I love your vibe Thank you. Listen, girl, we trying to be chill and cool and just, you know, go with the flow with everything. My name is Kalia. Um, the J is pronounced as a Y. It throws everybody off. I know. We blame my parents. But, yep, that's that's me. That's me. I love my baby. I love my dad. Daddy, I don't have children, so my business is my child. <laughs> and I love her. I love just, um, I was looking at your business profile on Instagram and I was just attracted to reach out um, because I've been looking for a palm reader. I'm like, you know what? This is something that I'm interested in just exploring the arts of palm reading mm-hmm. and to understand, you know, more into our soul's journey because I'm really kind of into the numerology right now. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. love how much palm reading tells I'm more in depth sometimes. I know a lot of people were telling me it's like it's a lot of stuff you can find out with palm reading. I'm like, really? That's yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I always let people know, you know, you can teach anybody to learn how to read palms, but just like anything, you know, that you're using as a divination or anything spiritual, it is always going to rely on your intuition. So that's really where I feel like I've been kind of working on more so like really relying on my intuition when I'm reading people's palms and really just Mm -hmm. kind of just seeing where it takes me so it's always fun to see like what's true and then I I always ask like if I'm not unsure if there's two lines that just like I'm like I'm not really sure on this but I'm still gonna ask I always end up normally tending to be right and it's it's just so awesome like numerology is really cool too I tried to get into numerology but I was like I'm about to be down a black hole and I'm time (laughs) for numerology today okay I feel like that's how I am with astrology like I know certain the main key points but when people start going in depth by they could tell when you're going to how a person is gonna fall into I'm like whoa hold up hold up hold up like rewind it hold on let me get my I love that teach me (laughs) give me the pen and the paper right now so I can (laughs) rewind it because everything clicks together numerology Mm -hmm. the astrology everything is like puzzles that you're putting together to understand this universe that we're in right now where we're at right now um and I heard so much about how like palm reading can help you on your life path mm-hmm. yep um so palmistry so palmistry looks at your life in general right mm-hmm. and it points out your characteristics your flaws you know you can also see some things down the line such as children and marriage I know a lot of people 
love the heart line. I, I was doing a podcast earlier and somebody was like, which one is the favorite? I'm like, that heart line, Lord. <laughs> and that marriage line, if people just could just know that, they'll be like, okay, we're good. But um, but who doesn't, you know what I'm saying? The world is centered around love. Love is the universal language for everything. But yes. um, so when you're using palm reading um, in regards to your life path, it's really, I don't know if you've ever heard of shadow work it really makes you dive deeper into shadow work and who you were. It really looks, it really goes more so deeper into the truths of your life. There are some people who are, who don't have a headline and they're wondering why they're so moody and why they're so depressed. And it it makes you, it makes you go deeper into your life and where it all came from and why it all started this way. And just to have, I guess, even a stranger like me, read your palm and point out those things. People who are beginning to be on their spiritual journey, um, you know, they they have this stranger like me coming and I read their palm and I'm telling them this is what's going on and this is what has happened. And now it's like, okay, well, what I do now? It's like, well, now, you know, if you want to fix it, let's, you know, fix it. It's time to start getting, getting on that shadow work. It's time to try to figure out, you know, healing those childhood traumas, like, that's how I feel like palmistry plays into your life path. Like just pointing out where it is that you can do better or where it is that, you know, you can spiritually grow and heal yourself. Like it, it it's, it's healing. And I say that about spirituality in totality, for real, it's, it's all healing in your own way and how you see it. I love that. Um, you have like a different route. I know, a lot of people are, you know, I see so much back and forth with, you know, the toxic spiritual side where people are going back and forth about who's more powerful, who's this. And I just love the every few people I just find just in their own little section. Like, Girl, okay, <laughs> we here to learn. And I feel like it's so much ego that comes mm-hmm. into play, um, mm-hmm. especially when you're dealing with people when they get this amount of knowledge um, and this is something that I learned. We're not just supposed to just hold all that knowledge within us. We're supposed to spread it out and teach others. You mm-hmm. know, that's the part of us being like a collective and really waking up. And a lot of people are waking up and coming back into, you know, learning about soul contracts and oh mm-hmm. man, when I started tapping into <laughs> the spirit baby readings and, when I started to learn to connect to like how spirit babies operate, the soul mm-hmm. contracts, mm-hmm. I understood like, all right, I'm here for not just for myself, but it's a greater purpose. We have to realize that it's bigger than us a lot of times. And I feel like what the ego does is the ego is like, focus on you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about you. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at things as everything that happens where you're going through a heartbreak or something is happening for you to better you it's all a part of the soul contract exactly you can see it and you know what else i learned because you had said something really pivotal um why why gatekeep it you know what i'm saying like i mean i understand some things are just private right but imagine trying to say like i don't understand why everybody wants to be woke why don't you why wouldn't you want that somebody like why wouldn't you why wouldn't you want that's so beautiful to see somebody be woke or be aware because some people to... are stuck in that ego yeah. set of mind where they're like i want to be the chosen one mm-hmm. everybody is below me and yeah. that's an ego 
type of mindset. That's why I said um, today, um, I was really like in my emotions today. And I was thinking to myself, like, I'm not trying to say I don't like people, but I notice I work better when it's just me instead of just being in a whole big spiritual group, like a coven. And, and every time mm-hmm. I try to like, you know, join in or find a group of people, I could never really like I will always feel like okay this this isn't it this isn't mm-hmm. it like it doesn't matter where I'm at I'm like this isn't it this might work for you like the little spiritual classes and the spiritual groups and stuff I'm like I can't really get into this like I don't feel right I feel like a fish out of water um, girl listen I have been doing my own thing for so long and it and I don't have a spiritual tribe but for some reason it's on my vision board literally it's like three women there's in this circle and I just I think your spiritual tribe should be whatever it is that you want it to consist of and literally only find those people that you want it to consist of you know what I'm saying like my friend is now into spirituality and uh, I love our little duo like we are just telepathically connected and oh, one day that. we will you know invite a, another a third in and we will just all be you know and I feel like your tribe will slowly start to build slowly but surely yes. and like you'll get to the age where you you'll look around you like now I got six friends who are spiritual <laughs> we got this you know you know created your own tribe so yeah maybe, you know you feel like you feel out of place or you feel like oh, um, you know, I can't, you know, I'm not fitting in right here. Maybe it's just meant for you to go solo dolo right now and figure things yeah. out and make your mind up about certain things and what it is you want and what it is you want to practice. Spirituality is not linear. Um, no. It's like healing is not linear. You know, it, it's, it's all over the place. There's so many things to learn. I mean, it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's just, it's so beautiful. You know, just I would girl wait it out because you just don't even know. You might meet some really cool people, and yeah, that might that would be a try. Been um just like with me doing my podcast on this season, I've been like reaching out and like letting. I'm sitting back and I'm like, you know, send people to me, and I've been like seeing like certain stuff. Where I'm like, you know, what, let me reach out to this person. Um, I just reached out to a person on Human Design because something mm-hmm. about like me find out I'm a manifesting generator. So thanks. I know how that is. (laughs) I know how that is. It's very powerful. And like, I realized because it's like certain stuff, I would be like, damn, that manifested. Like, and it would just be like, I didn't ask for this, but Mm -hmm. you know, let me chill because it's going to come true and then it will come true. That part. I, yeah, it's powerful. And once I'm like, listen, that human design thing threw me off when I, when I read my chart. I was like, it makes sense, though, because, like, mm-hmm. it was like, you really operate in your solar chakra, like, that's where you, you operate, like, if that's off, you are thrown off, and I said, I know, because I feel like when something's not right for me, I feel it in my body, like, I feel sick, like, I want to throw up, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, this ain't right for me, and that's what I said, I was like, you know what, I heard Spirit say this focus on yourself like work on your own craft because you know sometimes I would try to like reach out you know to certain people and be like hey you know and I wouldn't I wouldn't get that feeling of home like I just Mm -hmm. feel like once I find that those people I'm really supposed to be around with I'll find home because it feels like sometimes when I would try to get mentored like by older women or it just wouldn't it just seemed kind of like off like I'm like eh, this ain't it but you know what I release you with love 
um, that I was bad. telling someone on my other pod, a podcast I had did where I was getting readings from this woman and like certain stuff that she was saying didn't really resonate mm-hmm. in a way and I just felt like okay you're you're dropping all this toxic positivity because what I was going through wasn't something that was like light it was like you know really heavy so she's like you're not doing this right and you're not doing that right and you wouldn't still be having these type of emotions if you were fully healed and I said first of all no one is fully there's no such thing as someone who does not still have healing to do I said that toxic positivity stuff is gonna drive me crazy because you're not allowing people to be human we are still in this human body you know we we're still attached to these human desires and Mm -hmm. for you to say oh you're you know you're trying to force me into being a vegetarian this and that I said everything takes time I said listen listen what's for me will be for me but everybody Mm -hmm. you can't fit everybody into a mold and one way look spiritual you can't everyone is not going to look the same that's the beauty of it I want to see different I don't want to see everybody doing the same thing you know and that's why spirit was like yeah let that go (laughs) I was like yeah because you know I I just felt like she was you know if it don't feel right don't do it and that I love when I found out about human design that right there because let me tell you something you want to talk about somebody who is impatient Oh my goodness, when it don't go my way, honey, and the world was the world would end. And so I just when I learned about human design and I learned that have you ever just tried just to be patient and let it come to you? Like when things don't really work out, really just chill. It, it really just chill. Like that concept may sound so simple, but let me tell you. <laughs> I was not grasping it for a really long time until one day I just was like, you know what? I now if it really don't work, I do not force nothing. I don't force a damn thing. I don't force it. I don't force nothing. Yeah, because I'm is, frustrated. Yep. I, I feel like that's one thing they said, manifesto generally. She was like, you're not supposed to have normal. It don't work like that. You trying to yep. make a normal job fit you? It don't work like that. I was cracking that because I'm like, I definitely do try to be like a normal nine to five. Be like, I'm just going to have my nine to five forever. And I keep hearing spirit like, uh, think big. Think, think big. big. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, you think it's small. Okay. And every time I would think, okay, I'm on the right track, spirit would be like, yeah, didn't I tell you? You thinking too small. So it's like, you know, sometimes I would fear just going out of my range. Like sometimes I would shrink myself to make others feel okay, you know, non-threatened because I would notice like, you know, when I would get into these groups Mm -hmm. or whatever, it was like, I was always running into people who really didn't have good intentions for me. Like you could tell you don't like me. Like I could tell when someone doesn't really like me, but I would ignore the feelings and be like, you know what, let me, let me show them, you know, and it's not even, they don't like you because you did something. They don't like you because they feel like you have something that they lack, but you gotta understand you're so busy looking at what another person has that you're sleeping on your own potential and what you carry and Mm -hmm. the gifts that you have. So that's why I say spirituality is not a competition. I feel like a lot of people have got lost in that comp. They're letting ego lead them and they don't understand that they're ruining potential people that they can meet that could drop because you can learn from everyone. 717, that's my number. (laughs) You can learn from everyone. (laughs) 
you can learn from everyone. It's no one is just above in advance than everybody else. I said that's ego. Like that's exactly. why I was like, uh-uh. Especially when we all like learning, like we're all learning. Everybody is all learning. Like even the people who've been doing this for years, you're still learning. There's, there's always something new to learn about spirituality in every type of way. It's, it's, I don't care how long you've been doing this. It's, it's learning old things can still be new to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, people, I just feel like I don't, people, People don't want to accept that everybody can grow, and it's, like you said, it's an ego thing. It's everybody an ego because people everybody just be like, up. "I'm the chosen one. I'm the avatar." Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't really like so. Like I said, I don't do the group thing. Like I, I, I see certain things, but I go about my way, and I just I take what I what I could learn, and you know, if I want to study it further, then I go study it further. But mm-hmm. other than that, you know, I. I take some things and I just go around my way. I'm definitely a butterfly in that sense. Like, hey, I'm here. And then, hey, I'm gone. I feel like people, they get mad when they can't put you in a box. And that's Mm -hmm. what I I struggle with when, since I was younger, was people couldn't put me in a box. People still can't put me in a box because I'm just like such a free spirit Mm -hmm. where they're like, what the hell? Like, and I feel like it's noticeable, especially like when I'm in public. I know this. I'm like, I get... I don't know, like, ever since, like, my spiritual awakening, I have always felt, like, a fish out of water, like, with, like, even when I'm around people, I'm just, like, so, I love alone time, like, I love my alone time, like, and that's just how I am, like, I'm a natural hermit sometimes, like, and I'm constantly in hermit mode, definitely this year, I've been in hermit mode, taking in things, and I learned, spirit showed me and humbled my, my behind, when to stay quiet and when to talk. It's a time yeah. to talk and it's a time to be quiet and sit back and relax. And what you just said right there when you was like, <laughs> you know, when you get frustrated because things don't go your way. And I, mm-hmm. that's definitely how I felt earlier. I'm like, I'm getting frustrated because it's like, it's certain things that I want. That spirit's mm-hmm. like, no, you're not ready for it. You're going to sit and you're going to wait. Oh, don't tear your nerves up. I'll be like, you know what? You do what you want to do. <laughs> Me and my spirit guys be beefing sometimes because I'll be like, you know what? Do what you want to do. I know I'll people hate more. it. I know people hate this word, but divine timing is <laughs> some of the it, realest. Like, that's what my ancestors on the other side would tell me. Like, listen, we already see what's, what's going to happen, but mm-hmm. you need to trust. You need to have faith in your soul's path to understand that it's already yours. But right now you're so frustrated. Cause I feel like we want that instant gratification all the time. We're like, I mm-hmm. want it now. Like, mm-hmm. I want it. And because we're so for a while. Yeah. And because we're so spiritual, I feel like more spiritual people definitely have to just wait because we, we know how easy it is to manifest. When you learn how to manifest, you learn how easy it really and truly is. And, we still have to learn how to wait and not rush our manifestations when we're not ready or not rush the things that we want when we're just not ready. So divine timing is always, it's key. It is key. I feel like spirit told me, um, I already know what the path is right now for me with focusing on career and just foundation right now mm-hmm. I definitely um because I feel like I'm a lover girl I, I can say that yes I'm a lover girl and I really 
you know, want that foundation of like a real divine. And I feel like this is just, I feel like since I was a little girl, I always felt things really deeply that I couldn't explain. Mm -hmm. Um, And people were like, oh, you're just too emotional. And then when I understood the power of my emotions and how I really did do things from a pure heart. And I, I noticed that everyone doesn't have a pure heart. And I, when I got older, you start to realize you're like, okay, everyone doesn't operate from that pure heart. And you have to understand some people don't know how to operate in that loving energy. Mm-hmm. And then you, you learn and you put those boundaries up. And that's what I feel like I'm in the process of, I have already put those boundaries up, but I have blossomed into like a different woman where I can see and look at myself and be like, yeah, yeah, I, I bossed up. Like, from, mm-hmm. you know, letting people walk all over me, being a people pleaser. Um, It's a difference when you go through that spiritual awakening, you start seeing certain things. But then when you really process that certain things happen in order to push you to elevate on your journey, you don't really look at it like, you know what? I hate that this is happening. Why is this happening to me? But you look at it as like, this is happening to me because I needed to learn that lesson. The karmic cycles, you start noticing the karmic cycles. You're like, hold up. I've been through this before. All right. This time I'm going to do this instead of doing mm-hmm. that. And I feel like the lesson that I made last year, the thing I did last year that was wrong, I didn't choose myself. Mm-hmm. This year I chose myself. And it looks, so, your life looks a whole bunch different, I'm sure. Yes. I'm because sure. I was just, because love, I feel like people sacrifice when you don't love yourself. You, you're saying you're claiming you love a person and you're putting that person on that pedestal, but you're forgetting and you're not nurturing yourself. Spirit's like, okay. I was like, you want to keep dealing with karmics? All right. Let me send you some karmics. Right. Since that's the energy what? that you vibrate from that part and it's all like when it's crazy that you said that like choosing yourself because I remember the year I finally decided to choose myself my life looked so much different like it still does still to say like I, I once I got a hold of it it's like I didn't want to let it go and now I'm very more cautious about who I let it in that because I don't yes it's like I don't I don't want to lose it <laughs> I don't want I don't want to lose it I'm like uh-uh Ain't nobody coming up here messing up this. This is too good. It feels so good. It feels peaceful. Don't I'm not gonna lie. I do have some nights where like I'll hear some music and I'll cry, but you know, I'm letting mm-hmm. that heart chakra shed because right. I needed that. Like I feel like my podcast is a way where I can let out my truth mm-hmm. and I can go in. Cause I mean, if you listen to like earlier seasons, you'll hear me like go in and I'm not afraid to speak my truth because that opened up my throat chakra where I'm like, listen, this happened to me. I don't care whoever's listening gets offended, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It is what it is because you have to understand you're not always going to play the hero in everybody's soul contract. Exactly. You're not. Sometimes you have to be the villain for certain people. And I admit that I was like, I was a karmic for someone. We were, you know, everyone plays a karmic for someone. We're always, you know, we're different characters in the book for certain people and I just feel like me being a lover girl like I say this you know I'm frustrated I get frustrated sometimes because I'm like 
well, why can't I have that? And Spirit's <laughs> like, you will have that, but I need for you to focus on this. And yes. I'm always reminded, like, I was laughing when um, I have a reading saved in my phone when she was, like, going. And she was like, girl, you already know your soul purpose. Like, but, you know, I'm going to do this anyway. She was mm-hmm. like, I want you not to focus on relationships with people. Spirit wants you to focus on there's a bigger thing that you need to focus on in terms of you should be teaching people. You should be doing this and that and that. And, you know, you know what your gift is. And you know, not losing yourself in these relationships that you feel like, oh, I need someone, I need someone. No, you have all the love you have within yourself. And once I realized that, once I tapped into that self-love and I pulled away from people or anything that didn't love me, mm-hmm. that power went, like, it was just a, a switch up. It was like a new shift, even though it's like certain times where I feel like, am I missing out on something? And you're like, no, you're not. Because mm-hmm. you look at Everything is a facade a lot of times. You know, social media, people know how to play a role where they'll they'll post, you know, you see the couples posting all the happy pictures and low-key, mm-hmm. they cheating on each other, relationship destroyed. So you can't go off of the illusions. You got to really trust your intuition. You got to trust spirit. Because spirit, when you get them downloads and okay. your ancestors coming to you telling you this mm-hmm. is what's up and something is up, I'm like, what? <laughs> And they always be right. And and it's like, they never steer you wrong. Like, uh, if you ever have to take a detour, I always think of it as a blessing because detours are nothing but blessings, you know? And yeah. everybody can't go the same way. You can't go with everybody. And, like, protect the peace, for real. That's that's a real thing. Protect- I love my peace. It's beautiful here. I ain't okay. stressing about I- nothing. Okay, hear me out. Like, I I get what you're saying. When you go on Instagram, you see that. Like, I just be like, it's literally, I've been seeing this (laughs) affirmation. I don't know if I made it up, but this is what I literally been saying to myself. Like, when it's my time, it will just come. Like, I'm just, that's, and I have so much faith. That's beautiful. That's definitely how I, that's crazy. I've been hearing that all day, though. I was like, my time's going to come. Yes. When it comes, it's going to be real. It's not going to be a facade. I'm telling you like that, like my time will come. And that's right there, that faith that I have in spirit and in God, that when it's my time, because God knows my heart. You know what I'm saying? Spirit knows my heart. You know, my ancestors know my heart. They know what I want. And I feel like they would never not give me the things that I want. You know what I'm saying? They'll just give them to me when I'm ready and when I'm able to handle them and properly utilize them. And, you know, like, <laughs> they not going to give me nothing I ain't ready for. So my time will come. And when it's, it's going to be lit, you feel me? Like, I have no problem with sitting back and waiting my turn. Something. Ever. <laughs> Ooh, that's beautiful. Something Lauren London, Um, I have this saved in my phone. This video, I'll probably watch it, like, every other day, where she said, Loving without the ego. And that's just something that's the space I'm in where it's like, I want to love someone without the ego. I don't want to possess you. I don't want to say, I own your mind. If we're not elevating each other, if we're not loving each other and, and we're trying to just love each other based off of ego or possession, then that's not love. That's not the 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 feeling I want to operate in. And I know like when 
it comes time for it and that person I'm going to not saying I'm not, I don't care about the person, but the ego is going to be separated out of the relationship. I'm not, I'm tired of feeling like I'm scared to lose someone. I, I don't want to have control of you. I want to just love without fear. Like just being like, you know what, you're here. And I felt like the soul contracts, it's crazy. Cause I see this, like <laughs> I get my downloads, like, I was taking, I always get my downloads in the water. I get my downloads in the water. Um, it's easier in the water. It's I crazy. In the bath? Oh, my God. They were speaking. Yeah. I need something to write on. Like they just be coming and they just, woof, child. Oof. So I'm in the bathtub one time. And I can't wait. Um, I'm currently working on my book, Confessions of a Gemini, where um, I will be talking about like my experiences of um since I was younger I started this book in 2017 mm-hmm. um so it's crazy but I'm, I'm gonna share one of my um exes he's a karmic I met him in 2018 2019 ish we were on and off um but I felt like I already knew that he wasn't gonna really be there for long even before my spirit this is before my spiritual awakening mm-hmm. um when I met him And it was something about him that I feel like I met him in different people's bodies. Like, Mm. he's the same person. Um, You know, we had a situation where he ghosted me. Mm -hmm. And he stopped talking to me out of nowhere. And I instantly felt before, this is before my spiritual awakening, he had a girl. Like, I felt like he ghosted me for, it, it was a female involved. He didn't even tell me yet. But mm-hmm. I felt it. I just felt that urge quickly. So when he popped back up and he was like, you know, he he met another female and he hit it off and how he moved down south and he was living with his dad and the female was living with him and his dad. And like, apparently, you know, they had broken off. I don't know why. When he moved back, you know, to where I was at, I something told me like, you know what? I'm like, let's let's try to make this work. So we would start the period of this on and off, on and off. Mm-hmm. From the last time I ever seen him in person, I could tell spirit was telling me, like, you know, this is after I had my spiritual awakening. That, you know, I kind of was already emotionally moved, kind of out of the, the whole situation where I was just tired of the disrespect. But I knew who I was in the situation. I said, listen, even though, like, I'm not saying I was toxic for him. But I knew I was too good of a person for him. But I knew that he was a karmic to me. And I was like, you know what? You know, I'm blocking this situation out. I'm going to remove myself out of the situation. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to continue going through this karmic cycle with you. Because now I see, like, you're here to teach me self-love. Because mm-hmm. all the stuff that you put me through has showed me, Desiree, why are you sleeping on yourself? Like, because <laughs> I was just too good of a woman for him. Like, I was always trying to you know, fix him and put him together and put him on the right place and tell him, Mm. stop, get out the streets, do this, you know, do that. And with the female that he chose over me, you know, they, you know, I knew they were still messing around because he was just always between me and her. Like it was either me or her, me or her. And I remember I was in the bathtub. This is like probably in July or like whatever. I think July this year. It's funny because I haven't talked, mind you, I haven't talked to Steven in a year how long ago was it I don't even know damn it's been a while but randomly I was hearing my spirit guys be like Steven's having a baby 
I'm like, huh? Okay. Like, huh? I'm like, what? Like, because it was so random. And I'm like, okay. So the other day, I had seen like people you may know. Something popped up on my timeline on Facebook. Usually, I don't really check Facebook like that. But I something just told me to scroll down. I see a picture of him and her, and she's pregnant. I fell out the bed and was like, see? I was like, yo, I'm not doubting my it's intuition real. no yeah. more. Ever, ever, my intuition ever, ever. is crazy. Like, <laughs> Girl, mine's coming through the dreams. When that's there, I'll be like, oh, I can't even. That's why I just, I don't have the time. I do not have the time. When I first realized what my toxic trait was, like you said, we are, we can be toxic in other people's lives if we're not aware or, you know, not healing certain parts of us that need to be healed and um, last year I had went to this woman's circle, it was a spirituality circle, and it was really deep. It was really good. And I just really, I mean, download after download, girl. Like I wrote <laughs> in my journal and I was like, I was really, at one point in my life, I was really scared of love and it portrayed in the relationships that I had with people. So I, I feel you on that. Like my next relationship ain't, we're not scared. Like they come in correct because that's, that's what I want. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's, I, I have boundaries now. Like I, I get what you're saying. Like we can manifest the things that we want for real. Like, and just if we keep listening to our intuition, like like you have said, it, it it won't lead us astray, and it'll make you pour back into yourself for sure. Especially when you're dealing with people who aren't aware, it'll make you just keep pouring right back into yourself. And it, soon it'll get, you'll pour back into yourself so much that you won't even even you won't give those people the chance to even get so far with you. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll know exactly where to put them where it's not negative, but it's also like, I got to respect my peace and protect it. Um, you know that. And that's the beautiful thing about when you say your intuition will always guide you. I feel like me not listening to my intuition in certain times, I was like, damn, I should listen because I feel like even with Steven, I could say we both weren't emotionally in it like that. And I, I feel like he was more so just attracted to the way I looked. Mm -hmm. And you could see it. It was like more of a lustful thing. That's how I knew, like, from when I had my awakening, I knew that me and Steven were karmic. But it was like the lesson wasn't learned. Like, we had, you know, some more karma that we had to balance out with each other. And even with that, I just remember I would just always ask him, to change like it was always an argument why can't you treat me like this or why can't you treat me like and he would never fall into place and do you know what I wanted him to do and I was like mm -hmm. why aren't you like just love me right like what's the mm -hmm. point about like love me right <laughs> like you begging like I'm like I never I'm looking back at you know certain things that I did back then to now where I'm like Stephen would bring the very negative side out of me. I felt like I had to come down on his level because what he's used to is, you know, those real toxic females that are cheating on you, that sleep with a whole bunch of guys. And I was more so like, I guess some people would say the good girl, but it's like in times of like, I'm not going to change myself for anyone. Mm -hmm. And it just came a time where I was like, you know what, I'm going to love myself, which actually is crazy. Is I remember he kept asking like throughout the relationship, like, let's have a kid, let's have a kid. And I'm thinking to myself, why are you want to have a kid so bad so it's not surprising that you know he has you know a child with this woman now I'm just laughing because I was told to get out the way and getting out the way from her 
you know, I honestly feel like it was a quote that I used the other day where I heard someone say, leave that person so me alone. Like, get get mm-hmm. out the way. Move move out of somebody else's soul mm-hmm. contract. And I definitely feel like, you know, they're meant to have that soul contract. They were meant to have that child together. So mm-hmm. it's like, I, I didn't want to be in the way of blocking. Actually, this is coming from, like, a lot of maturity because at a time, you know, I didn't really care for that female because for a simple fact is, you know, she basically was kind of, like, laughing at the fact that she felt like she took Steven away from me. So mm. it was kind of like I was operating from an ego point of view back then where I was like, you know what? I got him. He's mine. But in my heart, in my soul contract, I knew this, this man ain't mine. He's just, <laughs> that's not, you know, that's not my soulmate. Like, that's not somebody I'm supposed to be with. But it's just like, I feel like when you really start to love yourself, you realize that if you really, if something's for you, you don't really have to fight for it. It just naturally comes it in and it fits. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you feel like somebody chose somebody over you or you feel like heartbroken because somebody that you love, you know, didn't appreciate the love you gave to them. It wasn't meant for them. It wasn't mm-hmm. meant for you. And then when you realize it and you you go down that path, you're like, damn, wait a minute. This is why, because everything, eventually everything plays out. And you just sit back and be like, oh, okay. Because remember mm-hmm. something, remember years ago you were stressing about something? And it and- now you just, and it's so funny to say that because, girl, first of all, I'm a Gemini too, okay? So, <laughs> oh, so you want your So I'm a Gemini too, but, and I'm, so my situation is pretty much the same parts with my karmic, but we work better as friends. Like that man is like my best friend now. It's so crazy. How before it was like, woo, just like what you said, like, love me. Just act right for me. Like, everything is so sweet. Like, why are you, you know, doing what you're doing? But I end up choosing myself, moving away, really just leveling up on all account. Like, just leveling up. And then I end up moving back to the city we met at. He's still here. You know what I'm saying? He's doing good. And we was like, we were able to come back together, but come back together as friends. And the love is there, but it's there in a different way. And it's not, there's no fear to love, but it's more so like, you're my friend. I love you. And I think we, and we were able to talk about everything. Literally, we talked about, we talked it all. Like, we talked more than we talked when we were together for five years. Like, we, that's, 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 my, that's my homie for real. And, you know, he with somebody now and um, they got whatever they got going on. And I'm happy for them or, you know, whatever what they got do, doing. Like, that's just a, like you said, things, and it's just like, it just, it does not bother me. Like, I have grown and healed and have reached a level of maturity where, one, we can talk it out, two, we can hang out, three, you know what I'm saying? It's, I've, I've learned to, I've learned my boundaries. I've learned me. And like you said, that's such a maturity thing. And I do look back and I am like, damn, I remember I used to be tripping over this shit. Bitch, look at me now. Like, <laughs> You couldn't pay me to be upset over nobody. I, I, I would go right to my house and turn my TV on and close my damn door. <laughs> I'd be, I'm, I'm in my own world all the time. That's I used where to I tear live. shit up. I used to tear shit up. Girl, well, I used to be, on. you know how Gemini's are, girl. We get real. Please play with our emotions if you want to. You will see the other twin. That shit is not even funny. Like, I be yes. trying to get up people. If I'm in my own world, let me stay there. 
Mm-hmm. Let me stay there. Because you ain't going to play with me, sir. At all. The moment That's I try to come into your world or try to be, uh, it's just, it, it ain't working. It ain't working. My yeah. ancestors, this is one thing. If it's time for me to walk out of a person's life or a time for me to get away from a person, my ancestors will let me know and be like, it's time. Like, all right, let it, let it go. That's where soul, I don't care if you're a soulmate, I don't care if you're a twin flame, you're going listen if you're causing any type of emotional pain where i can't even like be near you because it's just like you're so filled with ego and just Mm -hmm. it's disgusting i will walk away and that's why i said like i have been celibate like i'm now officially one year celibate Mm -hmm. i've been celibate i have been focused on my healing and i'm like when i feel like i'm ready to break that celibacy Mm-hmm. It's going to be the right time for me. It's not going to be rushed because I feel like a lot of people have been trying to rush me to date. And I feel like once I try to kind of like, because I feel like spirit is telling me to just relax, like relax. Like I said, focus on me. You know, this is you season. Go have fun. Go turn. And that's what I've been doing out with my friends and just having, you know, finding Desiree and it's the peace that you know gets to me because I have respect in knowing that Stephen wasn't my soulmate but he was here to teach me a lesson on self-love did he do a lot of corny things to me yes he did do a lot of corny things to me at the time did I want to set the window bust it you know break it down and like blow everybody the hell up in the house yeah because mm-hmm. i'm like who the and i i was in my ego i was like who you think you playing with and <laughs> i had to calm myself down because i'm like it ain't even worth it because you you know the self-love you have for yourself and it's crazy because i remember you know when the last time we had the last sent down we had he looked me in his in my eyes and was telling me like listen i really want to be with you you know, and he started like having a whole panic attack, crying, saying, "Like I see how you are with your children, and you know, it really made me miss out on you. Like I'm really sorry that I put you through everything, and like I really wanted you, you know, I really wanted us to be something. But it's like he would treat me more so like a trophy. And I remember I got annoyed because I was like, "Listen, I'm looking at the way. Like this is something I, I know people would be like, oh, that's petty. Don't do that." But you have to look at how a person treats another person compared mm-hmm. to you. I want you to always go off of that. He would sit there. He he protected this girl. He You moved her in when she was homeless into your father's house. You, you Y'all know y'all live together. So it's like y'all, you know, got more acquainted. You were closer to her. Y'all lived together for a little bit. Y'all spent time together. You know, she's been around your family more so. And... You know, she already has her staple. She already made her stamp. So how could a female, imagine a female coming in and you already feel like another female, you know, another female been in that territory. We know mm-hmm. when something is marked because you can mm-hmm. feel that energy. Her energy's all over. Yeah, so I'm looking at it like he's saying all this and that, but it's like, I don't feel comfortable because you can feel their bond. And a bond is something that I feel like is strong. A lot certain people they have these connections that you can't explain. And that's how I knew, like, from where I was stepping into, I was like, you know what? Spirit, you're right. I said, 
I'm releasing you to her because I know she, like, when she was, like, texting him, like, when I seen the text message when he was letting me go through his phone and she was talking about how she's working on them and building them up, I said, this woman is playing the future with you. I'm like, I can't get in the way of that. Like, because I knew that wasn't my, I would have been in another karmic cycle. I would have been heartbroken and I would have been thrown off my path because I was like, this isn't for, I said, you know what? You know, I release you. And then it's like, it's not jealousy there. It's kind of like a ha-ha moment because you're like, you know what? I knew you were full of crap. <laughs> and it's crazy be- because, like, when you look at things, how they balance out, you're like, you know what? I trusted my intuition. And that was something I said, listen, I don't feel like you're done with her. And I don't feel like we're compatible in that way. And the crazy thing is, I remember even before that, there was a time where my cycle didn't come on mm-hmm. and I was like having a pregnancy scare. And I was, th- I said, I remember I sat in that car. I was like, God, not him. And I already know. I said, not him, not him, not mm-hmm. him. Because I knew that baby would have been, that would have been just like a, a karmic cycle of just, and a lot of people do have kids with their karmics, you know, and you know, sometimes people end up, you know, having kids with their karmics and they have to go through that balance of trying to figure shit out. But, it was crazy because when I go into death with my book and I speak about these different soul contracts with these people that I met, it all ties into where I'm at today. And that's why I can respect when I know when someone's a karmic, like I can see it. Like I'm like, you know what? Nah, not doing this. Spirit be like, all right, you passed the lesson. Um, this Mercury retrograde, they have not sent anyone to me. <laughs> It's not for real. Emotions. <laughs> it's been about family. <laughs> yeah, that part. I haven't had any like comment like other than him. Like, but that's just my friend. Like, that's it. Like, I feel like I, I'm now in a place of just like that. That that awareness that you have with him. That that is beautiful. Like, you know what? I'm not for you, and I'm okay with that. Like. That just being okay is is peace within itself. The thought alone, the acceptance of it all is is peace within itself. And a lot of people and a lot of women do not get that. Or they won't get into later. Or they won't get into late. Or they'll just keep staying in the same cycle. So I feel like you should consider yourself so blessed to have oh, yes. Your life. You gotta respect like, it because that right there is that's real. That's real, and that's why you could sit back sometimes and look at people and be like, uh, because it's like you could tell even when you're intimate with a person and you feel like you're not feeling that it's not hit you. You get you get what I mean. It's mm-hmm. not you're not getting that. You're like you know what, it's not there, and mm-hmm. that's how you know something's off. And that's why I said I'm like you're only attracted to the way I look. It's like. You look at me as a trophy, like you, you're not, you don't care about what's going on in my life. You don't want to hear my dreams. You don't want to hear nothing. You don't know nothing about me except for you like me. You're attracted to me mm-hmm. or I'm, I'm your fetish or like, it's weird. Like it, it's just a weird thing. And even with like, um, when I'm talking in the book, like I, I definitely feel like I never, I don't think I met a soulmate of mine yet I don't know and I might just be saying that because I'm being a little biased right now but Mm -hmm. I I don't feel like I met a soulmate yet and possibly I I did I don't know but then I started talking about twin flames I started talking about soulmates in my book 
But I feel like that's just something that, you know, I, I'm allowed to, I said, I'm allowed to feel, I'm allowed to be truthful. And that's why I said, I don't hold any regrets with certain things because it showed me how much self-control I had where I could be like, you know what, I release you to be happy with her because I'm not going to block y'all soul path. Y'all were eventually going to find each other, you know, to each other anyway, because it's like, you're meant, you're meant for her and y'all complement each other. Y'all mm-hmm. both from the same type of background, you know, y'all spent this time together, even though, you know, she messed. <laughs> it was a lot of stuff that girl did. I was just looking like, Hey, if that's what you like that's on you then you know that's your path and sometimes spirit will tell you move move Mm -hmm. move get out of their way get out of their way so because he gotta learn some stuff Mm -hmm. and that's crazy because i remember when i did like a past life reading they were saying that he's um me and him were married in a past life but he was like he treated me horribly in the in the marriage and he was like a a karmic in the marriage so i feel like we just had some final leftover karma in this lifetime to kind of balance out and I feel like I passed my I definitely passed my test I was like oh yeah Mm because I was just so stuck on what he did to me with the ghosting thing and at the time my grandma had passed away so it was a lot of changes that I was going through especially spiritually um you know I'm like damn you left me at you know, my school had closed down. I was in the middle of getting training done. And it was just so much stuff happening. I felt like my whole world was crashing down. And I felt like I was just, he was like, I know you hate me. And and I'm thinking like, you know what? Like, I think, thank you for showing me how to really love myself. Because he was the one that really pushed me to like, be like, you know what? I'm going to move differently. Like when it comes to Mel's, um, I'm going to move differently. I'm going to love differently. Not saying I'm going to be harsh, but I know what to look for and what not to fall for. And I feel like even when males that try to approach me and they'll be like, oh, let's ask for a date. Let me, da, da, da. you, you kind of know, you're like, I know your intentions are off. Like, and it's like, no, karmic, leave me alone. And mm-hmm. you know, karmics will try. Karmics definitely still do try. But I have that self-awareness where I'm like, no, you're not going to play with me. And that's what I feel like in really males don't really try me anymore like that because they know I can read right through you. I'm like, if you want to sit down, we're going to have this conversation. I'm going to tell you the truth about yourself. And if you don't like it, then you can get the hell out the damn room because I'm not playing that. And I feel like the universe is showing me that. You know, you had to love yourself and, you know, I'm still loving on myself and to wait because there is a time sometimes I'd be like you know what I want that to and like the universe like we have it for you but you have to do this in order to get to where you're at and probably next year who knows like I'm looking like damn okay that's all I had to do mm-hmm. that's all you have to do sometimes like you gotta let people just live their life you gotta let people learn their lessons you can't always just you know rush things and block things out and that's something I learned through a twin flame journey, through a soulmate journey, whatever. You have to let stuff balance itself out. You can't control what the universe wants. The universe is always going to get it. That's something I learned about the spiritual journey. We think we can control everything. You can't control everything. Can't control everything. No, not in the least bit. You know, (sighs) 
they definitely know not to try. They definitely know not to try no more. Like I just that, and I, you know how when you see someone who's not um, aware, and you yeah. have this need to where you want to fix them, I officially have gotten over that. Like mm-hmm. if you not aware, you just aren't aware, and it's just not your time. So I just that I totally get the just letting people come to me. Mm-hmm. Like when you're ready, you come to me. You know what I'm saying? You come speak to me. You know what I'm saying? I, I I see like people like if I have friends who are just not aware at the moment and they just they 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 choosing something else. Cool, girl, do your thing. And when you're ready to hear the advice that I have, I'll be able to speak it. But other than that, I no longer even waste my breath on certain things. Like I just I speak my piece out my way. That's it. I don't know. I just. I don't. I no longer wish to even be around people who kind of just aren't on my level anymore, um, and that's not in a bad way. Everybody's just everybody's moving. Like I said, is nothing is linear, so everybody's doing their own thing, and I just know what I want in my circle. You know what I'm saying? So I just you come right or you you don't come at all. So I I, I hear you. I, yeah, because you're not gonna come to me. Oh no. <laughs> People, those days are so over and um yeah absolutely but not, yeah girl, um oh, go ahead you're not gonna uh that's that's the crazy thing about it um people um something i learned with this journey is you know are afraid to grow and they run to things that are comfortable in mm-hmm. their their area where they know a female or a male isn't right for them and they'll choose that person over you. And you have to learn to be like, you know what? Okay, that's nice. All right. Bye. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I learned. The art of detachment. Ooh. Because <laughs> I'm real. like, you block. Yeah, listen, it's out of real. sight, out of mind, I block you. I block, I block people. I'm like, listen, I, you're not in my life. I don't want to see you block, like, cause that's my piece. The art of blocking. <laughs> it's so real. It's so real, and it's just that detachment phase. At first, I thought I was just numb, <laughs> like I don't feel anything. <laughs> I'm getting scared. This isn't how this is supposed to be. And then it's like you go through phases when you start to detach. And it's like, I'm like, I'm dead inside. I'm like, I'm numb. I don't feel anything for anyone, you know? And that's, and it's, I read something. It was just like, why do people think their life is so boring when their life is really just peaceful? And it's just like, it made me think like, damn, my life is just peaceful. That's all it is. It's just quiet. And that's okay. Like, I'm so used to being around chaotic energy or, being in this state of survival and just not, I don't know, just not, just feeling maybe way too much, but I just needed to detach everything. So detachment is a whole, just a different story right there. Detachment is, it's it's scary. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, um, so for my listeners, if they wanted to book a palm reading, I know I had sent you some pictures on Instagram, um, where you could show them like, you know, just a sample of like what it's like to, um, get, 
I don't know. Those pictures were clear, and <laughs> I always mm-hmm. I used to have like an insecurity with my hands. Like I hated how big my hands were. <laughs> I used to have the same insecurity. That's so strange. Yes, girl, I do not like my hands. But now, girl, I look at them, I be like, ooh, my hands are pretty as fuck. It's listen. You you learn to grow out of this shit when you start to learn love yourself. But yes, when you are booking, you can just go on my website at hermoonholisticcare.shop. And you can just basically book um, a pretty, just a standard palm reading. Um, if I see, like, we'll probably go over, well, we will go over your heart, your headline, and your lifeline, and your fate line. Those are just, like, mandatory because they're their main ones. And then, of course, um, your marriage, your children lines as well. And then if I see anything, like, extra, like, some people have moles. Some people have really interesting hands. Like, when you... When I've been reading Promise, um, start reading Promise Street, I just really started to really notice how different everybody's hands are, and then now I can really just pick up on people for real. But yes, I do those basic lines first, and then if I see anything extra, like a mole mark or something cool that I like, um, I'll definitely throw that in your reading. Some people, that's why I say it varies when it comes to readings because. Some people don't have many lines at all. And they had like, you know, their childhood wasn't as bad. You know, they may just be a little depressed and I'll point that out. So the time varies. There's no specific time um, far as how long the palm reading will be. I love doing them through voice messages because then you can keep up for people who have iPhones. Um, and if you don't have iPhones, then I can always do it through Instagram if you ever try to message me or DM me. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's what I do. I love it. So I'm looking at the pictures I sent you because I know you were talking about the heart line and the marriage line. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm noticing like even like me not knowing anything about palm reading right now. Mm-hmm. I noticed that someone had said to me, um, one of my palms, it looks like I have like an M on my palm mm-hmm. on my left hand. Um, was it on my left hand? I think it was on my left hand. Um. And I noticed, like, someone was talking about, like, my lifeline. I remember I had got freaked out. I was like, I don't want it out. (laughs) Everybody gets so freaked out about the lifeline. And I'm just like, relax. It just means that, like, like I always say, detours are blessings. And if your lifeline is short or it has breaks in it, it just means that something in your life happened that pretty much changed the course of your life. And that was such a big impact that it really like it stuck with you for a really long time and so people always think i'm about to die i'm like oh no no so the kids there's a line that can tell you how many kids you have really yeah there's lines that can tell you how many children you have. where is that at <laughs> so that's up under your pinky finger up under which we would call your mercury finger uh-huh. and so up under your pinky finger those little lines that go die Ag, no, not ag, no, sorry. So you got the ones that go vertical, horizontal, sorry. So horizontal children, vertical are marriage lines. I'm over here getting them all mixed up. So if you have, and they're really tiny, so the children lines are like almost non-existent. Some people are really indented and you can really see. Um, the shorter those lines are, they mean that those will be, they say, those will be girls, and then the longer they are, those will be boys. I don't know. I got a lot of lines on here because <laughs> it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Damn, what? Hold up. But so they so from what I researched, 
when it comes to children's lines, they stop reading them after four, which I was like, I don't like that. But when I went to a palm reading one time, I had just as many lines as you did, but some of them were so indented or it's really, I mean, you got to really look. And he could just already tell that I was just going to have two boys, but I don't have children yet. So we will see. So speaking of my heart line mm-hmm. on the prediction, what do you predict from my palms? I like emotionally, I'm not even going to pick because I know a lot of people be like, pick the heart line because everybody want to know about love. <laughs> um, I mean, people who have, uh, let me go back to your, I'll go back to your thing. So your heartline, it doesn't connect with your headline, which is pretty good. It just means that you can pretty, you're one of those people that can probably think for themselves when it comes to love. Like, you don't need outside influences to make the choice for you, if that makes sense. Like, you don't need, like, your family's approval or your friend's approval. Like, you're like, if I love this person, I love this person. Like, it really ain't got nothing to do with y'all and what y'all think, but, like, that's like people who um heartline is like that they just have this own their own ambition towards things they're normally they're normally loving as i don't know what like they generally like like animals children they just have this big capacity to love and it goes up towards your apollo finger so actually on your saturn finger it kind of sort of curves up so you might like older men or you might like someone who's really mature or you may be the mature one in majority of your relationships because, you know, Saturn rules like older, I don't know, I can't explain, like Saturn rules like older men, kind of sort of, so that just might be your thing, but yeah. And then you also have like a lot of friendship lines towards the end where it kind of like works out and they kind of spread out. I'm looking at your left hand. Mm-hmm. So on your left hand, if you can see, you have little sprouts that um, sprout out towards the end, whereas on your right hand, it doesn't do that no more. So you may have become either more enclosed or you may have lost friends along the way. That's oh, a- yeah. <laughs> I'm always looking at both hands. I'm always looking. I don't care what nobody there was like, oh, read the right. But I love looking at both because you can really see where a person has grown, where a person has changed. Yeah, because I always wanted to get married, but I never felt like, I don't know, like that's just me being biased of my life right now. But mm-hmm. I wanted to get married, you know, have a healthy relationship and, you know, actually involve into like you know having like a a real divine masculine and feminine you know type Mm -hmm. of relationship because in past lives you know I didn't really accomplish that you know and I feel like my chart does rule Saturn a lot but I do have like a Chiron in um in Libra and my North Knot is in Libra so it's all it's crazy how like partnerships have always been the theme of my life where it would be like friendship or family whatever love it always seemed like I started out with so many people around me and right now I'm I'm secluded spirit got me on the island (laughs) listen and girl do not because I have my chirons in Libra and my north nodes in Libra as well and my risings in Libra so Girl, it's love and hate. Love and hate when it comes to relationships with me. So I just stick to myself until I can figure it all out. <laughs> somebody to come, somebody come, 
and act right or come correct. <laughs> I'm not about to play with nobody. Just because I was so scared. I was so scared to look at my marriage line, you know, because I was like, you know, I don't know, you know, because the way love been hitting me hasn't really been too well. <laughs> I mean, I don't see nothing. I mean, you got love is the most beautiful thing in this world. Like, uh, when it comes to me, I know I'm an act right. Like, I know it's going to be perfect. Like you said, like, you just know. You know what I'm saying? And it, I don't think it should be anything you should be scared of. I feel like whether you have one soulmate, two soulmates, three soulmates, four soulmates, it doesn't matter. I don't, technically, I don't necessarily get into all the twin flame and um, karmic just because I just, I don't know. It just, I didn't, I don't know. I just didn't get into it. But I view all my partners as a soulmate for me because at one point in time they were a soulmate before you know saying they wronged me and maybe at that time I was just unaware and I had my own toxic abilities and I also played a part in the relationship being crazy or chaotic or whatever the case may be you know what I'm saying so all my partners to me genuinely are like my soulmates whether we together or not you know what I'm saying we we crossed paths at one point so, so- how does that, um, I know people say they could use palm ring to tell if two people are supposed to be together. So you would, would you have to have that person's palm and your palm? Like, how do you, have you ever done couple? I would need their palm and the other person's palm. I would need both palms. Okay. And I guess it would go off. So that's another thing, depending on like, so if you're a person who has a heart line like yours, then they always say opposites attract, right? So then you would need, like, let's say you met a man, a woman, whatever, whoever, whatever you prefer, and you their their line was a little bit short, and they're kind of, like, strict or kind of sort of like that. Like, you need the opposite to kind of, like, bring out that loving side in another person, whereas they still take care of you, and they still do what they need to do, but their life is not as long as yours are. Yours is like. Let me see. I don't know. Does my marriage line connect with my uh, um, heart line? Let me see. Let me see. Right hand. Which one am I looking at? Left hand. So your marriage line is up under. Well, your marriage or your soulmate lines are up under your pinky finger. Those are the lines that are vertical. Interesting. Sorry, and they go literally, there's so, so you have to turn literally your palm on the side or turn they're your so small. Yeah. I mean, they're tiny. I see. And they're the closest ones up towards your pinky. Okay. And you may have many. Like, we got to think we still young. So, like, I know I got one. So, you want to look for when you're looking for a really good, good line, like a really good like, partner, you want to make sure you don't have any splits. At the end of them, because that means divorce, cheating, all types of crazy stuff. And you want to make sure that it's really dark and solid. Those are the lines that you want to look for when you're looking for a marriage line. And if it does split at the skin part of your hand, then that just means that you met them in a past life. Mm. You know what's crazy? Um, everything ties in with each other with like the whole lines and everything. Um, with the um past life readings have been helpful. Um, just the numerology. When you understand um your ancestors, you know, I learned something where when two people have a soul contract together where they are supposed to be together, 
the ancestors will work with each other. You and their ancestors do come together and work with each other. And that's something I learned through, like, experience where I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, it was just weird. Like, I'm like, what the? So I definitely do feel like the palm reading does. It's funny how that kind of does tie into what you're currently going through or what you're basically, it's like a map is on your hand Mm -hmm. of how to read what's going on mm-hmm. in your natal chart it's on your hand like it's all so close to us people think they everything is so far-fetched and i i'll never know but you're literally at the palm of your hand you can really just know you can know at your birth chart you can really if you look at your natal chart you can just know if you choose to learn more about yourself you will know you will know where you're supposed to go and what path you're supposed to follow like i was uh, that's that's you hit the nail on the head with that one. Mm-hmm. It's that's beautiful. Touch my fingers. <laughs> that's beautiful. Like even like me, just asking because I know a lot of people. They always talk about the heart line. That's the most powerful one. Everybody wants to talk about, but I feel like I'm more so like, what's my my purpose? Like like people just skip over that. Like it's like, what's in it for love? Like, mm-hmm. and I try not to. Love is the universal language. If you ever read the Alchemist, he talks about that. Like. Everybody want to be in love. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the most spoke language between everybody, every human on this earth. Like, it's love. And I feel like when you're hurt from, you know, loving the wrong thing and you go through that process of mourning what you felt and you learn, like, that's why I, I said, like, I don't put complicated words on it, but, you know, I definitely do believe um, that things happen for a reason and it's a reason why you go through certain things to help other people pull themselves out of the dark places that you once were in so I feel like everybody that I met on this path I'm like okay this is why I met you for this reason you know for self-love like because mm-hmm. self-love is a lot of things that people will run into these relationships instead of doing like your shadow work you run to a relationship because you don't want to be alone so you're just like I'm just going to be in this relationship I don't have to work on healing anymore and spirit's like oh that's what you think all right and you know a lot of people spirit will send certain people in your life to teach you those lessons and when you keep failing those lessons over and over again you find yourself in a repeated cycle I know people who are 60 years old going through repeated cycles that they haven't learned since they were 18 they're still in the same cycle over 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 Mm -hmm. over and I'm like damn you don't see that that's making my hair hurt just the day after tomorrow the day after tomorrow over 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 I'm like you gotta be tired because I'll be tired (laughs) but some people don't get tired some people don't get tired some people gotta just keep going until they just until they just out of nothing and it, it I, I have no problem these days with just kind of stepping to the side. Like when you when they ready, they'll come. People they- will come. It's mm-hmm. like you gotta let people see. Sometimes you just gotta let people see what it is. And people they always think that that mindset of having that grass is greener, grass is greener over there. The grass is greener over there. And then when they realize, they're like, "Damn, this is what I had." And look at what I did. And sometimes 
we're all in this human body. You know, we make these mistakes, but you have to understand that what you put out into the universe will come back. You know, if you sit up there and damage a person who gave you nothing but pure love, then you get hit. And mm-hmm. I seen, oh my God, this Mercury retrograde was crazy. I said, yo, I uh, the celebrities Girl, are fighting. That Mercury retrograde did what it had to do. Let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> but the energy is still, we're still kind of in the shadow period of it. So it's still going to be a little bit of stuff finishing over. But, you know, we got that full moon coming up too. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. I'm like, yeah. 2022, not playing. It's like, oh yeah, y'all going to change. We ain't playing. <laughs> like you said, the world is waking up. The world is waking up. And it's just, I think it's so cool. Everybody talks about Mercury retrograde. They don't really know what they're talking about, but they know they're talking about something. And like, they just know it's coming back around. I, just, I love the, I love when people first start getting into spirituality. Like, it's the little things that they do. <laughs> it's like, okay, you, you're, you're starting. You're, you're, you're getting close. They might not go full throttle. Until two or three years, but you know, it's the little things. They start slow. It it doesn't even have to because I feel like um a saying I had learned is when you're not listening to your ancestors and they keep telling you, um, yo, time to move, time to move. Spirit mm-hmm. God's telling you time to move, time to move, get away from that person, and they going spirit gonna be like, Okay, smack. Oh, that hurt. Okay, you're not moving yet? All right, smack. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not moving yet? Tower moment, tower moment, tower moment. Until you move, spirit going to make you so uncomfortable that you're like, damn, I can't do it. And you're going, finally, you're going to move. Some people don't. And, like, that's the cycles I'm talking about. You can't expect a different result in life doing the same thing over and over again, dealing with the same type of males, dealing with the same type of females, dealing with thinking that you're going to get a different outcome. This is one thing that I learned from just sitting back and watching other people stuck in their own karmic cycles where you're like, you're trying to tell them something. They come into you for help. And then when you give them that help, they just look at you and be like, okay. And then go back to doing the same thing over and over again. They hard hit it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, spirit guys frustrated, ancestors frustrated. Like, oh my God. Like, have you not learned your lesson yet? Okay, well, you're going to learn your lesson with this. And them tower moments be sometimes be so crazy, but so they cleanse. Like, they cleanse the energy. Where tower moments are just cleansing that energy out because they're trying to redirect you on your path. I look at it as, like, the, the what's that game? Candyland. Mm-hmm. You playing Candyland. They trying to put you back on your path because you then stepped off into... You then stepped off and on the board, you know, you in the wrong section and they trying to slap you back on that path to get back to the line, the start line. But you drifting off and you going and you exploring different grass that you think is greener. And they like, yo, go where I told you to go. And you keep going backwards. And that's why I feel like with this spiritual journey, people were full like, oh, my God, this is not what I thought it was. I thought that I was just going to manifest something. Everything is going to be perfect. No, this spiritual journey is you competing with your older self. You're competing with who you used to be to who you should be. You're walking into your path. And walking into your path is scary as hell. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to lie. I cried. I had breakdowns but it's all worth it because you really have this self-love for yourself and then you start noticing how certain stuff falls into place and then when you finally 
get to where spirit wants you, you're like, you know what? That's why I had to go through what I had to go through. Because you were preparing me for this. And this is, I, I just I hate when people try to say, oh my God, this is not all in all that love and light all the time. Like, it's not going to be love and light. You're going to cry. You're going to have moments mm-hmm. when you're a human. Really go through like, it, yeah. And that's why I said with that toxic positivity, I can't stand it. Because it's like, you're making people feel bad for having human emotions. We're mm-hmm. still human. Like, stop that. And... I definitely do believe people will project onto you a lot of times. You'll start to notice the gaslighting, the love bombing people do where they try to fool you. Like all my life, it seems like all I talked to was Leos and Aquarius. I don't know what the hell is up with that, mm-hmm. but I'm like, ugh. And that's funny. Steven was a, a, a Leo, but you know, <laughs> the funny thing is even with like, certain people that I meet, you know, I always just ask, I'd be like, what, what's their purpose in my life? What's the soul contract? And some people don't really have a purpose in your life. They're just here to just be like, you know, watchers. Like, you ever notice, like, certain people, you know, we're in a world, all these people surrounding us, we only meet a couple of people. Like, you get, like, isn't that weird? Like, everybody just seems like background characters. Like in yeah. your in your reality, <laughs> you know. Like what? What is this person's purpose? Like you know, but I don't know. Everything happens for a reason. It really do. It yes. Because really- I was like, I definitely. Somebody was laughing at me the other day. I was like, yeah, because I'm gonna have my twins. Like I said, when I I'm a certain age, like I'm gonna have my twins. And mm-hmm. people look at me like I'm crazy. Like, no, I'm gonna have my twins. Watch, I'm having my twins. <laughs> and you will, and, you will. Like, shoot, you manifest it if you want to. Yes, because I'm like, I know I will be in a different, much happier place next year. And because I know, like, with the seasonal, the seasons changing, I just want to remind people not to get wrapped up in the, the loop of watching social media and being fooled by illusions because a lot of people are not showing what's really going on there's a lot and listen for the people who didn't break up during mercury retrograde just know if you in them them situations you know you're not supposed to be in Mm -hmm. it's that energy it's not it's not missing you we got a lot of other stuff because people just think certain things happen just for mercury retrograde no that's the big that's the big big mama but we still got other placements that's in retrograde but we also we got this nobody's talking about eclipse season i said now that's when you think the energy is crazy mercury retrograde eclipse season is crazy halloween october is always an interesting month yeah every why (laughs) it's because that fall it's because that equinox it's because of all of that it's is that change that the truth fall. is going to come out in all situations? What's not known, what's hidden in the dark, will be known. Whatever karma you, you know, whatever you did to other people, it's going to be thrown back. And I feel like Mercury retrograde showed people, like, listen, you can't sit up here and be a shitty ass person and think that your shit not going to come back to you or you're not going to be exposed. And it also teaches you how to manage your temper, too. Because I'm not going to lie, Mercury Retrograde had me feeling like I wanted to... <laughs> I was ready to fight. I got to, you know, little petty arguments that my sister had came down. Um, just little irritating moments. But, you know, it all worked out well. Because Mercury Retrograde 
helped me focus on my family relationships and what I needed from those family relationships and how, you know, every Mercury retrograde is not going to send an X to you. Like mm-hmm. everyone doesn't have that experience of sending an X. Sometimes Mercury retrograde will help you reflect on certain situations for yourself. And you're thinking about past people and you're thinking about past relationships and Mercury retrograde. Um, that's how I pretty much the way I got to where I was, where I could like sit here and be like, Oh, I don't have no ill feelings for Steven. It is what it is because you grow to accept certain things like if somebody really fucked you over and i'm a gemini we love get back we use okay. oh my god with the what queen we'll do of get back, back. <laughs> the queen of petty you know so i know how that is when that evil twin come and we don't like being fucked over you know it, but you have to understand like that energy from the universe is more powerful than you being petty just sit back be quiet just be quiet Everything circles back around. That's the beauty. That's the beautiful thing about just learning to just walk away. Like, because they always talk about Gemini's, like, oh, Gemini's is Gemini. But you understand, being a Gemini, like, I can't wait to, because I'm putting that in my book, being a Gemini, I wouldn't choose it any other way. I said, because we know how to adapt in this energy of. We could be this, we could be light, and we could be dark. But we're not ashamed to stand in our darkness and be like, hey, we're dark, but we know how to embrace it. When I start embracing my shadow, that's when everything started switching for me. Because you can't tell me nothing bad about myself and I feel bad about it. Like, it is what it is. Like, I I know. I said, you know what? I have insecurities about Yeah, I know this. Because I pointed out my flaws is certain stuff that I didn't like about myself that I embrace. So when people, they try to be mean to you and try to throw you like, Oh, you did it. You're this, you're that. I'm like, yep, I am. And you, you embrace it. You deal with that ego. You check your ego. Cause I check my ego. I'll be like, yo, chill out. Sit your ass down. <laughs> that part, like, don't do too much. Don't Grip her do... by the way. Like, sit your fucking ass down. Because mm-hmm. it's just, ooh, my God. As a Gemini, I be wanting to dig into my ass. So I'll be like, yo, chill. Because it's not even worth it. Spirit got you. Like, God got you. You got it. You got it. Because, you know, people be playing, you know. People love to play with you. Like, and I just, ooh. I was just explaining that to somebody and talking about oh, Gemini's, they they uh petty. Blah, blah, blah. I'm mm-hmm. like an unhealed Gemini is a motherfucker. Yeah, it's always an unhealed um version of a sign. But I noticed one thing is like last year it was a lot of Scorpio females I was meeting. But I noticed a lot of times with them Scorpio females is they I, I attract a lot of unhealed Scorpio females. And an unhealed Scorpio is a motherfucker. Yo, oh my god. I do not participate in Scorpios at all. Mm-hmm. I just because I have my son a Scorpio and then my dad's a Scorpio. And I just feel like, you know, my dad is like a very unhealed Scorpio. And all he does is hold on to the past and act, you know, he's just a Scorpio. But Scorpios are like you know, I was attracting a lot of Scorpios. Then I went to attracting a lot of Pisces. I'm like, what's going on? Like, I'm like, all right. And I feel like one thing I learned about the Scorpio was it was teaching me to embrace my darkness. Because I know a lot of people talk about how Scorpios are so good at, you know, embracing their darkness, but no one talks about 
how the Gemini is basically the yin and yang energy in the zodiac, where we are balanced in both. Mm-hmm. Now, the key to a Gemini, we have to learn how to balance the yin and yang energy. Because if you don't, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be out here looking like Kanye West. I'm suddenly. <laughs> That's such I seen a tweet and a girl was like, you know, Kanye's just doing his typical. It's a, it's really it's a Gemini thing. Like we have this need to be apart, but yet be different at the same time. And that's just what he's going through. He has this need to be a celebrity, but also want to let the world know, like this ain't really what I'm about. Like we have the notion to be two people at the same time, and I think people don't understand that. They don't understand. That. We can see things from two different sides and we can also be two different people at the same time. And it throws people off and we can have two different perspectives at the same time and stand firmly on that shit. Like people just out. They don't like even for myself, like I want to I, I work in the corporate world. I want to be a corporate girl, but I'm also spiritual at the same time. Like I want both. And I'm determined to have both. Like, I, I somehow that's going to work out. <laughs> like, I want both. Like, Kanye just wants both. And he now, is he doing it in a very mature way? No. But, <laughs> like you said, that's the unhealed version of that Gemini um, trait. But I love my son to it. I love my son because, my you know, son. that's what makes me me. Like, and that's why, like, I laugh. When people be like, you know, um, I joke with myself and say, I know what it's like to be an unhealed Gemini. Because when you're an unhealed Gemini, you know, those traits come out where we could be very nasty. But I feel like I'm a, I'm the type of person you got to really, really, now I am. You have to provoke me, like really bring that out. And I feel like there's certain situations, like I feel like if you really broke my heart, and, like, I really was a nice person to you. I really gave you pure love. I'm going to black the fuck out. And you're going to get cursed the fuck out. And then you're going to get blocked. Um, But learning how to just hold that energy in where I'm like, okay, I can find other ways to express how I feel. My podcast, poetry, whatever. Instead of cursing you the fuck out. Okay. But one one thing I just feel like a lot of, I hear a lot of Gemini slander. Like I see it every day. Oh, if you were traumatized, traumatized by Gemini. One thing about Gemini's is you got to really turn me on through the mind. Because if my mind not with you, then mm-hmm. you ain't got me. And a lot of people think, oh, you know, this and that. No, a Gemini is turned on by the mind. You stimulate my mind. You got me. You got me right there. It's not even about how you look, the attraction. It's more so the mind. If our minds can't connect, that's uh-uh. It's over with. And then one thing is you're not going to play with my emotions. And the funny thing is I'm also a Gemini Venus. Like, I'm crying because somebody was like, what the hell? I looked at your chart. All I see is Gemini, Gemini, Gemini. I'm like, I'm a Gemini sun, Gemini moon. <laughs> Capricorn rising. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I got Gemini and Mercury because I know everybody talking about Mercury, you know, Gemini Mars because they, they're talking about the Gemini Mercury tra- transit right now. Everybody's panicking about that. And I'm like, I really, they don't feel different than me. Shit. <laughs> I have a lot of Gemini energy, you know. He uses, like. That Gemini moon threw me off. I was like, what? Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm Gemini, sun, moon. Mercury, Venus, 
and Mars, and I have a Libra rising. And I also wondered, like, what does it mean when someone's Mars is in your eighth house? Mm, don't we love a good eighth house? I'm an eighth house stellum too. Because um, I had looked at something, and it was like, this person's Mars is in my eighth house. I was like, what? You got to be careful. That means they can be very addictive, or the sex can be really... Like, Leo. I think they said Mars was in Leo in my eighth house. And I was like, what does that even mean? That sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, like they could be, they could be like very um, because I, I I gotta explore some more about the eighth house because I know a lot of people don't really like talking about the eighth house, but um, um, I love I the eighth house. Did I'm you a- say they could be addictive or they could yeah, be so aggressive? I have so many plants. Majority of my planets are in my eighth house. Mm-hmm. Um, I have more in my 12th house I know this yeah absolutely good I love that Um, I like that synastry too but I like 8th house synastry more it's more so that passion but it's also very toxic so cause the 8th house like the eighth house someone said that the eighth some house. girl was like she found out a guy was in her 8th house and he killed her in the past life I was like what? Yep. So people with eighth house who have a lot, a lot of eighth house energy, you have to be careful of stalkers. Um, people automatically cling onto our energy. Yeah, because I was doing people, like a synergy. When it part. comes to sex, they on it. They don't want to leave. They don't want to go. It's just yes. it's, that, it's that Scorpionic energy. And if yes. you know Scorpio, then you know how they are. So if you, yes, if that house is carrying that, then yeah. Yes, because. When I did the synastry chart, um, it had fell under their eighth house was their Mars was in my eighth house and it was in Leo, and I didn't understand that place. So I'm like, what does that mean? Because <laughs> somebody was like, does that mean that person's going to harm you, or you know, does it mean that they're addicted to you, mm-hmm. or they could be addicted to you? I never knew that. Oh, that's kind of that's a scary placement. Because <laughs> I I never looked at the eighth house as somebody being addicted to. Because Mars doesn't Mars have a lot to do with like anger. Well, it's not necessarily Mars, but it's the house that is in. And Mars actually deals with aggression, anger, sex, passion, um, other things. So when you got that and you mix it with Scorpio, who's also planet ruler is Mars. And then it's Mars and Leo in the, in your eighth house. So that's just one, a lot of fire energy. And it probably just means that people with Leo placements, period, have a tendency, wherever their Leo placement is, whatever their degree, even if their degree is in Leo, um, mm-hmm. they are like, it's some type of fame, some type, some type of recognition, some type of like just importance in that area of life, like that is so how could you tell um, when someone did a synastry chart for Gabby Petito and the guy Brian Laundry, whatever his name is, Brian Laundry, um, she was saying that he had a Mars in Leo in the eighth house somewhere. I got to find that video if I find it. And I was just sitting back watching her read it. And when I had seen my own personal placement where this person has a Mars and Leo in my eighth house, I was like, why is his Mars and Leo in my eighth house? What does that even mean? 
And I remember someone was saying, like, you know, he could be, like, stalking you. Like, he would be, like, like, like have an addiction to you. Obsession. Like, a dark obsession with you. Like, they can't get enough of you. Yeah. And I noticed, like, there's a group on Facebook where they talk about, um, and, you know, so that's something that I do look for when, like, if I'm doing, like, a chart where I'm comparing someone to mine, I want to see where we tie in. But we also, I know a person that we have a lot of 12th house placements together. And it does say that we have, like, a marriage placement where, you know, pot, you know, we're basically, our chart is crazy. Um, and that's something that I compare, you know, charts to see like, okay, where are you in my, you know, life? Like where you fall into. But I, I was really thrown off when I seen the eighth house, Mars and, you know, Leo, after watching that video and seeing that, you know, having someone have their Mars and Leo in my eighth house. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Mean? I was like, oh no. Cause I, I know the eighth house has a lot um, of darkness to it. Um, which, I mean, but is it darkness or is it just the unknown that people just don't know about? Because I feel like with the Mars and Leo and, you know, this person has aggression, you know, it could possibly be like if you try to leave this person, this person probably won't never really secretly leave you alone. They'll still hold ties on to you like you're mine. You're nobody else's. Yep, that's exactly how it is, pretty much. Um, but that's just that scorpionic trait. Like you have to look up more. If you have to do more research on it. I mean, if you know Scorpios, then just picture that energy over the Leo energy. Like you have to just take in all of that and account. So yeah. But girl, I gotta get ready to go. Thank you. This podcast was amazing. Um, so yes, I will definitely be sharing, 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 sharing. And you, know, you can always hit me up. DM me. Thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit the um episode and I'm gonna send it to you later to later tonight. Thank you. I'm Thank so excited. You. It was fun. It was fun. I love me getting up with Gemini's because you know we. Oh we yeah, just... I didn't even know you was a Gemini. I know, oh, right? Yeah. Look at God. Look at look at spirit working. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. You're welcome. You have a good night. You too. I want to thank everyone that listened to this episode. I want to thank my listeners. I want to thank my supporters and how deep this episode goes um, to like just the topics. You know, we kind of went off topic with certain things, but that's the best type of episodes that I love um, where you're just going in and you're channeling, you're saying what's from your heart. And I want to really express to my listeners on getting to the point where you could really um be mature about your experiences with certain people on this earth and what you learn from certain connections and that's a a level of self-love and self-growth you can have for yourself where you could say you know what this didn't work out how I thought it was going to work out but I have love for the experience I experienced 
a lot and I grew from that experience. Thank you for giving me the lessons that I needed to take down my path. Everyone is not going to come with you in each chapter of your life. There are some characters that's going to be in that chapter and some characters that's going to disappear from that chapter and might, you know, join again. It's all a part of what you need to do on your own personal path. You have to really focus on yourself. And the more you don't love yourself and you, you know, neglect yourself, you're going to run into situations where they're going to throw you off your path and you're going to have to pull yourself back into that path. Um, Loving yourself isn't the easiest thing to do in times of when you feel like you are in the darkness. But when you're in the darkness, the darkness, you can reflect on things like it's okay to sit in that darkness and to understand why you are the way you are why certain things are happening and then when you're in the darkness that's when you can see the light because you're in the dark you can see the light you are capable of seeing who you are in that darkness and who you know yourself you know who you are you know who your triggers are you know what your fears are you have to be real with yourself and you have to embrace you know what I'm not the nicest person when it comes to certain things or I'm not very understanding of people's feelings or you know I can kind of be a narcissist I can buy you know like it comes out you know you have to have self-awareness you can't attack a person when they express that hey I didn't like how you did this or you hurt my feelings when you did that and you get defensive you know you're not ready for that type of um commitment or connection I feel like real love comes naturally I love um chemistry like I go off of the chemistry if the chemistry is forced or if anything is forced then it's not for you everything naturally comes into play when you're ready for certain things the universe will bless you with certain things but also if you find yourself in these toxic cycles where you're meeting the same person in different bodies and then also with celibacy um with sex and just you know being addicted to sex like just having sex and the only thing that's really holding that connection together is the lust and the sex when that facade fades out you realize that you and this person really don't have anything in common other than your sexual attraction to them and that's how a lot of relationships um start and that's why I said in this episode I use I was very vulnerable to use one of my past relationships as an example of how I really learned to love myself and how to choose myself over another person. It took me a while to walk away from that person because I realized, I'm like, you know what? I'm not here for the love. You don't know me. Like, you don't know who I am. You don't really, my soul doesn't register to you. And we both know it. But we bef- we chose to just stick it out because of the physical attraction and the physical attraction wasn't enough and sometimes as you get older you will understand this quote sometimes love isn't enough love is not enough to drive and to push a relationship or any type of relationship in your life friendship whatever love isn't enough when you know certain things 
are to balance itself out when you naturally have a natural bond with someone and we talk about these trauma bonds and you realize you're like is it love or is it just an emotional attachment um a lot of people have these trauma bonds these emotional attachments you're codependent you just want somebody around you to fill that void to fill that space because you feel a void because you're not trying to work on yourself so you patch that up with oh let me just get somebody around me let me get into a relationship let me just talk to someone and that will create a distraction and the universe will tell your ass like yo okay you wanna you think this is gonna okay all right boom tower moment boom lesson boom lesson boom lesson and i say that with experience because i have went through that so when i say things i'm not just saying it out of oh i'm just saying it just to sound good i'm saying it because i have went through it i have seen it with my own two eyes on when you don't listen to the universe it has the universe has a way of giving you the lessons and shaking shit up so you are uncomfortable because they don't want to see you keep going through the same lessons over and over again and you know your ancestors will tell you like yo you know is this is this going to be a soulmate or is this going to be a soul tie like them soul ties is like woo and i feel like we we all have our versions of what we feel like. You know, at first we thought, we always think, oh, the person that we meet, oh, this is my soulmate. Then you later come to find out, oh, karmic. And them karmic relationships, they only push you towards your better self. Like, your higher self wants to see you at that level of just loving, embracing yourself. So it's like when you meditate and like you really connect with yourself and you're really in your own energy, you really can hear and just feel when something is not right for you. So that's why when I tell people like, you know, you have to know how to be by yourself. If you don't know how to be by yourself and you're a person that's always having to have somebody or flirt with somebody or talk to somebody, then you don't know yourself. You do not know who you are as a person. And that's a dangerous person to be around because you don't know yourself. So how could you know somebody else in a relationship? You morph into that other person because you don't have a strong foundation of self. You don't have a strong foundation of who you are as a person. So how could you say you love another vessel if you don't even love your own vessel, take care of your avatar. You are your avatar. You have to take care of your avatar. And this will kind of pass certain people like, what the hell is she talking about? But to the people who understand what I'm talking about on that level, you understand that this is your vessel. This is your body is your vessel, which you're operating from. If you don't respect and love yourself, then how are you going to be in service of other people? Because with this spiritual journey, we're not just, you're supposed to just focus on yourself the whole entire time. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying after you start taking in the information and you start learning certain things, you're supposed to give that information out to other individuals and help other individuals on their spiritual journey, on their journey, because we're all in this together as an awakening. There are people who are waking up and who are, embracing each other is more and more people who are coming into hey the way the toxic way that we've been doing things for a long time it's not working 
and you'll see as an individual uh, a lot of people are just the group it was individual people now it's like groups of people who are waking up and saying hey it's time to heal it's time to break any generational curses it's time to stop passing on the trauma where we have dads who are not taking care of their children single mom households all that it's time to break that down it's time to stop um the colorist views it's time to stop saying oh black man ain't this or black woman ain't this or da 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 stop putting on the hate and then when I was going into it on top when I had told the creator I said listen you worried about this dark skin versus light skin stuff y'all worried about this dark skin versus light skin stuff but y'all don't understand that's a spell that was put on our people for generations (coughs) I'm coughing I'm just saying that was a spell that was put on our people from generations and generations and you some of these people are still stuck in that spell that that outdated thinking that loop of thinking and it's meant to distract you from what's really going on see the bigger picture it's a bigger picture other than this it's a bigger picture other than this is is if you ready to break the generational curses and listen this is not for the weak people the people who are just going to sit there and stay asleep and then all they want to do is party and drink and be zombies to the matrix go ahead be a zombie but i'm telling you right now to the people who are really on their spiritual journey and really want to embrace this you have to step out of outdated thinking you have to go against yourself you're going to even have to go against certain family members who want to keep you in that toxic loop stop trying to morph into what your family stop trying to be what your mother wants you to be stop trying to be what your father wants you to be stop trying to be what your grandma wants you to be be you and be an individual and be strong enough be strong enough to face people who are not going to agree with you and that's okay but this is not you cannot take everyone where you are going this is your journey this is your life stop living your life through other people stop caring about what other people think about you stop caring about what your homies think about you because a lot of times people you are friends with who are you've been friends with for years you were younger you will outgrow them especially if you're on a spiritual journey you're going to outgrow a lot of people that you cannot hold on to let go of that outdated thinking there's going to be people that are not going to understand where you're coming from and that's okay they're not meant for you and you the deeper you get into this the deeper you go stop listening to the homies or friends like females stop listening to your friends when they judging you on hey who stop caring about with people who you love when people have you know they'll talk crap about somebody that you're with like oh the, the, oh, she she wasn't in a popular crowd. When, like, you worried about high school, what people think about. You know, that's why I don't talk to people from my high school. Like, the only real, like, friend, like, and sh- like where I'm from around, like, the only real solid friendship that I have and we understand where we understand is Kiara. And that's, you know, because we balance each other out. It was like, we understand. We had deep conversations. We will sit there and be like, listen, I felt this way. I, you know, that's solid. Like, a lot of times, I told my kids this. When you get older, a lot of people that you thought was really, you know, your man's, you ain't going to really be close to them like that no more. 
You ain't really gonna like, you're gonna see that everybody is not for you. And I feel like a lot of people, they do things for the look of things because they wanna feel like, okay, if my homies approve this person or my girls be like, if my friend approves this person, you have to think like, if you are still thinking like that, you are not an individual. You are a slave to other people's mind. You, you're a slave. You're a slave because you're all about trying to appear and get valid seeking outside validation outside of yourself that's why i said when i move and i move to this, this whatever state i choose that's a chance for me to re-establish and set who i am and i walk with my head high and I don't care who messes with me and who doesn't. I don't care what you think about me. I don't care what you think about me from high school. I don't care what you think. I don't give I don't give a crap about none of your opinions. I don't care. And that's the mindset that you have to have. You have to be strong enough to face what people throw at you. So this spiritual journey is deeper than just, okay, getting a crystal manifesting. It's about healing yourself. And a lot of people, they get shook and they get spooked. And they be like, oh, let me go back to being Christian. Like, oh, okay. So you're going to go back to being Christian because you, a lot of Christians, let's be real. They're not facing, they're not healing. It's a lot of hypocrites in church. And it's a lot of hypocrites in church. And they'll sit there and they'll tell you that. You talking to your ancestors, demonic, this is demonic, that is demonic. But they talking to the Holy Spirit and the the book, the Bible is a book of spells. Go ahead, test me. I'll get somebody on here to let y'all know. The Bible is a book of spells. And then y'all over there, you know, talking about spiritual people being demonic and stuff. But y'all don't understand that Christianity was forced upon your people. And there's a lot of people who are around the world. The Mexicans, the Day of the Dead, they honor their ancestors and they have ancestor altars. And that's why they're so connected to their ancestors. The Asians, when you go on the nail salon, they have an ancestor altar. And that's why they bring in so much money and wealth because they're still connected to their ancestors. They stay connected to their ancestors. We have always been connected to our ancestors ancestors when we pass away and when you leave this earth you are still connected to these people there is much deeper than what you have been lied to about so when you're on to the people who really understand where I'm coming from and really understand that it's much deeper than this it's much bigger than you it's much bigger than me and you you understand that you don't take life you don't take no don't take nothing personal like i know somebody hurts you and whatever but don't take it personal don't take it personal listen when somebody doesn't choose you when somebody doesn't love you when somebody doesn't love you the way you should be loved and when somebody doesn't respect you when somebody cheats on you lies to you beats on you that's only projection they projecting how they feel about themselves on you when they say that you're a weirdo when they say that you're this you're that because they're jealous of the fact that they can't stand on being an individual because they're too afraid of what other people are thinking to be their own selves they're afraid because you stand in that authentic light and they're scared because they're going to be judged by their homies they're going to be judged by people 
they're afraid and that's why they shoot you down it's a lot of people that sit there and watch and be like what who she thinks she is and i'd be like that bitch (laughs) that bitch because people are afraid to be an individual in in a society like this you have to be yourself and you have to be able to walk with your head held high and be like i don't give a fuck what you think because i'm doing me don't take it personal don't take it personal you have to be impeccable with your words be very impeccable with your words words carry strength Words are powerful. Words are spells. So when you wake up in the morning, don't say good morning. Because morning, why are you mourning? Grand rising. I stopped saying good morning. I don't say good morning. No, I don't. Words are spells. Every day I wake up, I look in the mirror. You're beautiful. You're strong. Speak speak life to yourself. Speak kindness to yourself. Speak love to yourself. Love on yourself. Love on yourself. Speak words of kindness. Carry yourself. Because if you love yourself and you speak words of kindness to yourself, no outside validation will even really hit you because you're like, I have so much love in me. Why do I want something else and then also why are you going to things that don't love you why are you going to things that don't want you because if a person don't want you if it don't want you then why why do you hate yourself i don't hate myself why am i going after anything that don't want me or don't respect me if you don't respect me you don't love me do you love yourself do you love yourself Stop forcing things that don't fit. And you know your soul is speaking to you that it don't fit. And you know you're not happy in where you're at. But you're too afraid to walk away and better yourself because you are just stuck. You are in a trauma bond. You are in this generation. Like someone like my, one of my old heads told me like this. Like, listen, stop feeling guilty because your family like puts you in situations where let's say, you know, I really always felt like I was the black sheep. And like, you know, someone says, you know, older woman said to me, like, listen, tell mom, like as a single, like she told me as a single mom, do not tell your son that he is the man of the house. And I was like, you know, listening. And she said, because you're giving him adult responsibilities. And he's not understanding. He's like, I got to be the man in the house. No, I want you to be my son. I want you to have a childhood where you're raising yourself, that you're strong in your childhood. Uh, you're not you're not responsible because your father decides to step outside that house and, you know, not fulfill his role in the household. So that's a way I'm breaking those intergenerational curses. Moms, your son is not your husband. He's not the man in the house. Even though he's the only male in the house, that's not his responsibility. And these men be growing up like on this, you know, they're so they their inner child is crying because it's like they never really got to experience what it's like to just be the child of the house. Um shout out to my old head who told me that because that was that was some real that was some some real information that, you know, I feel like I will never have that, you know, situation on me. Um 
you just got love on yourself. I'm sorry I'm going in deep, but I just had to deliver that message because it, it's just, it's crazy. You got love on yourself. So thank you for listening to the episode. Love you guys and love on yourself. <laughs>